Oh man. Uh so we are um watching a replay of some live stream from last night's riots and protests. Uh, yeah. A lot to talk about tonight. So uh or there's this, a lot to talk about this morning. A lot to talk about. We'll just wait for Big Bro to jump in. He likes to make a grand entrance, you know, he slides right into the show like Apologize for being late, but I had to take a shower, and uh, my kid was being a little ready. Uh, it's called Tardy for the Party. <laughs> it's good to see you, John. What's good, Shaqua? How are you? And I know you're I in Chicago. I just like saying yeah. Shaqua. No, that's okay. That's okay. You have you have various uh, um, nicknames for me. Various? So okay. Yes. You call me oh, yeah, Shara. Various. You call me Shaq. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shara, yeah. Shaqua. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only you. And I know it comes from a place of love, so I love it. So it's good. I'm, I'm good. The girls are good. We're all good. I'm glad you realized that. Good. Yeah. Good. So I uh, hope everyone is doing okay. Everyone is uh, weathering the storm. Are, John, are your days melting together like ours? Like, uh... yeah, it, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like one big. You know, it's like that. Uh, what was that movie, Groundhog's Day, when this is like all the same? Yes. 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 <laughs> I do feel like Bill Murray. Yes. <laughs> I do. It does. It it feels. It's weird because you know. Uh, we had the three-day weekend with Memorial Weekend, right? And it was like, enjoy the three-day weekend. It's like, it's been a 16-week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what are yeah, you doing differently? Yeah. What are you... Right. <laughs> oh, man. You cleaned your grill. You did clean the grill. I saw you clean the grill. Uh, I clean the grill often. I just showed it one time. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I found that to be interesting. It was the closest thing I was getting to bar barbecue, being in the city with no backyard. So I appreciated it. In the Thank spirit, you. in the spirit of, 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 you know, barbecues, I said, let me just turn that hose on and show people what it's like to clean your grill. Nah, but you, but you can, but, but you've barbecued in your uh, in your backyard, right, Chad? I I grill winter, spring, summer, and fall. Yeah, even in the rain. Yeah, I'm getting different. I think our experience is going to be a little bit different than Sequoia, though. Sequoia, you live in the five boroughs, and uh, yeah, the Blasio is an idiot. So, yes, there's, there's shit going yes. on in the five, but it just it just doesn't make sense. And and I, you know, when I when I look at those uh those conferences he does, it, it's kind of it's getting kind of evident that he's sort of, you, you know, the phrase like throwing uh throwing good throwing bad money after bad money, mm. like yeah, bad decision. And so you tend to make more dumb decisions to make up for the fact that you made an initial dumb decision. <laughs> or, or the fact that you really have no idea what you're doing and you constantly come from this place of a very progressive, liberal perspective when it comes yeah. to us being, you know, safe here in New York City. Now with this George um, Floyd situation, like there are people who are really hurting. There are people who, who have lost their jobs. So people need to find a way to get back to work. You need to, if if the governor is making sure that he has been able to sort of start a phase one and doing some reopenings, like you need to start doing a little bit of that here in New York City. Like we have complied. For the most part, people have been yeah. home. Yeah. So, it so like New York City has been, I mean, uh, you know, I have, I've kind of have issues with that too, but you know, you know, people in, in the five boroughs have been, you know, for the most part, they say, okay, we'll kind of like follow this lead here. We'll go along with this. 
yeah, know, that's exactly what we It seems mean. like it seems like the government is not is not letting it's not not letting people figure this shit out for themselves. Like here here in Nassau County, it it seems like the Nassau County exec is sort of like saying, okay, uh, there's some of this shit that you guys can figure out. So they're kind of like dropping uh, things, like they're starting to allow people to come outside to uh, to run their businesses outside. Like I, I think there's a proposal to have like uh, a certain amount of street traffic uh, shut down so that uh, businesses can move their businesses from their storefront to outside. Right. Give them a little yeah. bit more room so that they can have extra space and stuff like that. And kind of right. like, kind of like, see, she, she, she's been like, okay, how, how can we help? How can we get things? How can we help? How can we get things done? How are we in the way and stuff? And it seems to be moving that way uh, here in Nassau County, at, you know, in, in, in the five boroughs. It's just, I, I just you got to. Yeah. Yeah. I find, I find that your executive director has been um, um, very effective. I find that the Connecticut governor has been very effective. And I've also found um, Governor Murphy in um New Jersey to somewhat be effective to understanding, like, listen, you guys can sort of figure these things out on your own. Yeah, yeah. I would say that the biggest difference is, is that you guys pay a whole lot more taxes than we do. And you guys probably have a higher percentage of your populations and residents who go out to vote opposed to us. Oh, so like, right, yeah. yeah. So like, even now, like even locally here in Harlem, where I am, where I reside, um, there has been this push um, in the last couple of weeks to make sure people are even filling out the census. So people aren't even doing that, right? Yeah. So people are complacent in their ignorance and in their now. Right. And then, and then people- <laughs> Oh, they're gonna get me if I fill that out, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or something like that. And now you're in a position where you want government assistance and government supports. But if they literally have no idea how many people have been here for the last 10 years, you're you're at a, you're at, you're really at a disadvantage because yeah. our current president is not saying you know uh, to our governor I'm sending federal monies down to sort of support and help you guys because I, I see you guys are are really cash strapped because of your population because there's so many of us and it's just it's just not fair so it's frustrating to sort of see that on a day to day to watch people that you know you care for in your neighborhood no longer working yeah right you know. Yeah. It's very interesting. You bring up the topic of the uh, of the financial services and and the unemployment, so to speak, which has gone rogue. Everyone, everyone, everyone went nuts, got unemployment, and and people are like, "Shit, I don't, I, they pay me more to stay home." And there has been some talk from um, I, um, I've seen it on a couple of columnists saying, "Why why should people get unemployment and protesting?" And which leads me to the segue of this protest is that. In different times, protests have always calmed down after 48 hours because people had to go to work Monday. This yeah, yeah. Different years. Yes. Now yes. everybody has to go back to work. They're getting yes. yeah. This flame, this fire will burn for a couple of days. This is this is not gonna go away so fast. You're no. right. Because nobody has to go anywhere, no one has to report to work. No one's going, no, I gotta punch the clock. A few right. people, I'm not saying everyone. Right. No, and no yeah, one yeah, has yeah. nothing to lose. No one has nothing to lose. Our our mayor has put a hold on evictions. There's no sort of court proceedings happening. Mm -hmm. Um so so everything where you think that you could get a little justice or something, all those things have halted here in New York City. So literally, it can be the purge. That is what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. 
I said that yesterday. A friend of mine said that. Oh, it looks. We were watching this last night, and it yeah. was like, oh shit, it looked like the purge. I mean, look at this. This city's fucking burning. I mean, they they, and you know what? Unfortunately, everyone says the same thing. Uh, everyone says the same thing that says, why do people burn their own shit? Why do they burn? Because they they burn what's close to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. They ain't going too far. Yeah. And because they, they don't have the resources and money to go too far. Yeah, well, you know what? There's this there's this thing called I have to get back home. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and right. All the people well, we were watching this uh, last night, and over the few nights we've been watching these uh, these watch these. Which, by the way, I'm enjoying the free journalism where people are out with their cameras, reporting it live, and if they're doing it in a constructive way, not just to be out. Woo, look at me! I'm in the right, street. Right, right, right. You know, there are people that are grassrooted and on the ground saying, hey, we're, we're out here. We're putting, you know, we're trying to give you the real, what it looks like out here on the foreground. And uh, I really appreciate that. I appreciate Absolutely. all that. Which is also just as interesting because we've seen, we've seen police arrest journalists. We've seen police uh, open fire, open fire yeah. on journalists. Yeah, it, it is. It is open fire and it's, and it's. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. I, I literally believe that Donald Trump is after Don Lemon. He's after Lemon. He's he's just like he hates this guy. <laughs> no, because Don to... Lemon is constantly giving it to him every single night. Yeah, he he yeah. is not afraid. I love Don Lemon for that. Uh, <laughs> See, go, go ahead, John. Speak on it, man. That's what this is about. I just, I, I, I just, I just think he's, I just think he's a conflator, and I think he, he on, he on the one hand. It says, you know, th there was this interesting interview he had with um, with Morgan Freeman. Uh, I, I think it was like two years ago. I, I can't remember how long ago it was. But he basically said that, you know what, he gets tired of, you know, like he knows it's in the news cycle and that he gets tired of talking about it. Mm -hmm. But everybody wants to talk about it and he feels obligated to, to talk about it. And Morgan Freeman said something very interesting. He says, you know what, a lot of times you, you, you sort of create your own demon. You know, the demon is created because you need to create a demon. Right, right. Um, sure. Not that it exists. So when you when you put it, you know, when you look at these these protests, they're, they're almost like three categories of going on. There's there's actually like legitimate protest. There's legitimate. There's legitimate protest. There's people also taking advantage of shit yep. and deciding this is the opportunity to go all rambunctious and just, you know, be be wild and, and shit like that. And, and no responsibility, but which I kind of. I think it's kind of funny that you see people like outside being debaucherous uh, still with a mask on. Yeah. So like, okay, so you have no problem hitting, tearing up a police car, but you're going to do it with a fucking mask on. What? <laughs> well, get well, no, but, but there's a, there's a, there's a, um, there's an interesting angle to that because when, again, through these live, live streams, which I really love, there was, um, like Shock G just said, there was someone caught, a provocateur, which is someone who's yeah. pr proposing to be a rioter, but he's really with the police, you know what right. I mean? And yeah. he broke the window himself to create a little chaos. Yeah. And that was really early. That was really early in the... That was the beginning. The, that, that, that's, when, that's when, at the time, you could say it was, like, just, a, you know, legitimate protest. People, like, you know, legitimately protesting. Yeah. Um, and then it's sort of like, this is one of the events that kind of, like, spewed it into a riot. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what right, happened. But I, I, also, I also think that it's 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 our government that sort of sets the pace and the tone for the citizens. So because we have a president who seems to 
um, like, like um, creating conflict in these particular areas. And because locally here, we have a mayor who seems to be very sympathetic to these issues and not really respect his police. The citizens feel empowered because they feel like they have the, the support of the local government by, by having our, our mayor constantly says and be critical of the police like he always is. Yeah, yeah. So if, if this was, if we had Bloomberg as our mayor, this would not be happening because Bloomberg made it very clear. I'm, I'm not, we're not tolerating this, this sort of um, disorder in our, in our streets. And I think yeah. people feel like they have a battery in their back because every time we see our mayor, our mayor is talking about, um, that there has to be change and that and that police officers are bad and I'm like no that's that's not the solution because now you're bringing as you you guys were saying you know people who are coming to antagonize people who are coming to be frauds and not and not standing up to legitimately protest peacefully and make a word and be and be heard in that sense so that's what I think the biggest difference about this is because here in New York City we should not be burning like this we should still just be seeing this um in um St. Paul not not here yeah, you know? yeah. so it's 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 because people are like oh well our mayor has our back um as citizens F the police we're gonna go ahead and be disrespectful and that yeah. and he is part of the problem that sort of thinking is part of the problem. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I hear your point, and I don't know that. I don't know of anyone that says, "Oh, I'm in, I'm invigorated by De Blasio's speech, and I'm going to go act rambunctious." I mean, I know a bunch of rambunctious people. No one. I don't know of anyone that has that energy from De Blasio. You have that because that's you, and you want to. You the cover of you hide under the cover of night. You know what I'm saying? And you run. Mm -hmm. When people, when they make noise, you make more noise. And like, you know, the, these provocateurs, the guy that broke the window, you know, starts the rally and everyone, woo, that's the battery. Someone leads the charge. So, right, but Chad, if you knew that you, you, you have that sort of thinking and, you know, you're a rambunctious individual, you are going to think twice if you believe that you're going to be shot, arrested, or the police are going to be aggressive with you when you walk outside because there's a zero tolerance for that sort of um, misbehavior in the streets. If you know that the police have been given a directive to be more uh, compassionate and allow people to express themselves um, and, and leave a little more leadway before arresting people or trying to communicate with people before you're doing that, that is a battery in your back in that sense. Because you're like, I'm, the chances of me getting arrested are slimmer than if I had someone in, in power that is giving a directive to arrest everyone. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I speak from, you know, a street guy that, you know, is out and about, and I good luck telling the cop, oh, but the Blasio says we can do this. You know, good luck telling the cop that. <laughs> you know, that that's what I'm saying is like, the fear, the fear of police, and now only because people, the empowerment comes from this, this, this thumb thugging, this, this, um, internet species, because now people are seeing things for themselves, and unfortunately, Google is the human calculator, right? You can Google anything you want and get mm -hmm. the answer, or think you get the answer, and yeah. people think they are more knowledgeable. 
uh, John, yeah. Yeah. I want to tell you is, well, how many books have you read that have, you know, information that you've learned? And people say, well, I don't need to read the whole book. I can Google the thing. You know, I can read the clip right. notes. So, yeah. so people have cheated themselves on educating themselves on uh, social um, economics, all these little nuances here. Like if you ask any, you know, people, people, they ask people here in the streets and they say, what do you hear? What do you want? What are you fighting for? I'm just angry. I'm just angry. Yeah. And I want to yeah. smash something. And, yeah. and I want to go home and I want to get my unemployment check tomorrow. And I want to go buy Jordans when they come out on Tuesday. That's See, that, and that's and that's and that's another issue. I mean, as this this, this is so it, it gets so convoluted because you know if it, it makes no sense to go destroy the target if <laughs> when you need something you're gonna head over to Walmart. So you kind of you know it, it's it's like one of those things. Okay, if you think this thing needs to burn, all right, I, I think that's dumb, but don't burn it and then go need it. Patron, go, go patron it again yeah. and and build it back up. Yeah, well, look, watch this. You know, they burnt down the precinct, right? So, burn down. That the was very powerful to see. Yeah. That, that uh, out of all the looting and rioting that was happening in St. Paul, to to see that the people. See, oh. That's the people uprising and the people being. Yeah. But but now leadership is what counts here. We're. There is no leadership here, and everyone thinks that they're a civil rights activist just because they have a camera and a blog yeah. or a channel. And so, yeah. you know, this is the point that everybody is really confused about because, look, that's why you're going to see next week everybody's rushing to open. All right, uh, June 8th, that's it, we're open. And so what that means, they're going to start cutting off these checks. Oh, you guys are back to work? Okay, boom. Let's yes. get everybody back to work. Fuck it. You yes. want to get sick? Go ahead. Go fuck it. Fuck it. We don't ran out. Of, we don't. We tried to help everybody, and so say what you want about the Blasio or any any of the mayors and and people, they mm -hmm. all they all have a, a civil obligation to try to. It's not a one size fits all city, you know. And this thing is tough. I can I can imagine being the manager of a store when I work retail. I'm trying to please everybody. I got the old guys that been here for ten years. Yeah. I got. People and the, the new people, I got the immigrant people can't speak English, but they work here and I got to treat them just the same. And so it's very difficult to manage everyone and please everyone and make profit and make this keep it clean and make sure that people come back. And yeah, I think it's going to be a while before people, before businesses and things sort of, sort of see a profit. I mean, if there's only, if there's a good thing about black folks, black folks love spending money. So it, when things open, <laughs> black folks would start to come and, you know, start spending their stimulus check if they haven't saved it um, and, and putting money and stuff um, in different areas or things like that. But but retail retail is going to struggle a little bit. Right. Like if you don't have a growing kid, you're you're going to go six more months, you know, without buying a new pair of sneakers because, mm -hmm. they're you know, your current sneakers may be worn and tattered, but they still work and they're still getting you you know, from, from place, from A to B. So even though on the 8th, they're saying, yes, New York City can open, like in this phase one, and there will be certain uh, establishments and things that will open, I still think it's going to take time for people who still have a steady income, who are still being able to provide for their families to think twice about going and spending as 
as liberally as they were before. Like, I think people are going to be more conservative with their dollars, considering that in September, this may start all back up again and we may, you know, be sheltered in place one more time. So I, 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 I think we, we may have a third quarter and fourth quarter of economic growth growth that is stagnant or probably in the negative mm-hmm. and won't start to see a real improvement until the first quarter starting in January, especially if there's talk about other people dying, right? Like if we have a new surge of this and we have uh, more people dying. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the key is, you know, these numbers won't go away. This, this new distraction we have with this going on with all these, you know, uh, these riots and protests, and this guy who unfortunately lost his lost his life, you know, to a cop who was completely enraged, like he was on a roid rage. I don't know what his issue was, but you you're right. Now you have two dramas to face. Do you do you want this super policing and the, an epidemic? I mean, bad enough. It's a fucking. Is this a result of cabin fever? That's what I'm I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. Yes, we all want to go outside. Yes. yes. I don't think we can separate it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think this is all a, this is all a culmination of, you know, what, whatever, whatever is happening in that individual community. And then you, you add the, the coronavirus on and then you add the, the response to it from. Uh, yeah, this is all it, 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 it's all in many ways. It's very um, I don't want to say linear, but it's all like it, it encompasses the whole thing. It's the whole mm. it's the whole yin yang thing. It's all. You know, this happened, so this happened, and because that happened, this is going to happen. And right, yeah, yeah, it's all it's all part of it. This probably does not happen. Um, uh, this probably does not happen in another environment. I mean, it's it's tough to say, but in well, another environment, you probably don't get the same. You probably don't get the same response. What What do you mean, environment? Uh, city, state? Are you saying? No, I'm talking. I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm talking about like because of it, because of everything, because of everything culminated together, because of okay. because of the situation with the coronavirus, because of of everything. Then you know, one inc- one incident is not does not happen almost alone. It happens because of of a bunch of other things. And and the and the main incident, which is what we're talking about, which is this gentleman who lost his life. Yeah, almost gets. I mean, yeah. we're, almost, we're almost starting to forget about it. We're almost we're almost starting to we're almost starting to forget that this is the main this is the number one thing that should be on the top of on the top of the list. Well, well, there's a couple. I mean, this girl Brianna Taylor. I mean, what about her? I mean, this girl was sitting in her living room and these guys busted in and 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 oh yeah, shot her to death. I mean, yeah, yeah. I can tell you. I I will share this story with you guys. Um, in August, early early August, early in the morning. Uh, like maybe around 6, 6.30 or so, usually I'm the first one up. I get the kids up a little later. Yep. Bang, 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 bang on my door. I'm like, what is going on? I open the door. There are three um, sheriff's deputies there. They are wearing bulletproof vests. And the, and the officer is like, excuse me, ma'am, we are looking for X. X, right? We're looking for X. And I immediately start crying, but I'm like, okay, I'm glad that they knocked on my door. And I say, I am the only one here. I am here with my children. I was like, there is no one here. There are no males here. It is only me. He's like, well, ma'am, we we have to search the premises. I said, okay. So I step back from my door. I open the door. I let them in. They walk through my apartment. They open up my closet doors. They put... uh, um, 
flashlights in my daughter's faces. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not kidding you, John. I'm not kidding you. Hmm. And all, all I'm thinking is, okay, they don't have their hands on like tasers and things. I make sure that they could see my hands. Yeah. Um, and and then we, we walk back to my door. I'm like, I hand them my license so they can see that I am the person responsible for this residence because my address is there. I said, you can even run my name. I was like, if you look and you come up with a list of relatives, you will not see that gentleman. I. I do not know him. They were like, all right, ma'am, well, we just needed to check. And then he radios in and it's like, it's all clear. Um, and then they leave. No warrant? There, there was a warrant in his hand. He showed me the warrant. Oh, the warrant. Well, this warrant for, 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 your, for your residence? My residence, my apartment, my apartment number. Yes, this happened wow. in August. Wow. Then it happened again last month. Wow, somebody's throwing your number out like uh, a get out of jail free card. Like a get out of jail free card. When it happened the last time, last month, um, this group of uh, sheriff warrant um, officers, he just stood at the door. I said, I don't know who that gentleman is. I was like, you've had friends. Visit. Same person they were looking for? It was a different male who was associated with person X. Oh my God. He gave, me, he gave me like his street rapper name. I was like, again, I do not know who these people are, but we're standing at the door having this conversation. He was like, ma'am, I can tell that you're telling the truth. I said, do you want to see my license? I was like, because I showed it to the other gentleman. And he's like, no, 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 I believe you. And then that group walked away. Wow. So at least for here in New York City, in, re in regards to the, the knock warrant thing, yeah. they did knock and they did wait to have a conversation with me. Right. So like when I hear about like the Breonna Taylors and things like that, I'm like twice this could have went left for me. Like if they really believe that these gentlemen's, these gentlemen lived in my home. So like at least in New York City, there, there seems to be a different sort of protocol and that I am grateful for. Well, it's the intel. It's it's how they get the. It's how they yeah. It's how they're getting this fucking information. Yeah, and so if someone had said, if he had a guy outside, like nah, that motherfucker's in there. He's he's there. He's there, and he's got a gun, and and you know that's his girl, whatever it must be. If someone spit, the odd thing that I heard in that in that story, and and I feel so bad to hear that, and I'm glad you're okay. Um, the the interesting thing was that so much judication was left for his opinion, like he was. He was able to just oh I believe you and and walk away exactly yeah the second guy yeah the the second officer and he looked seasoned like you know he looked like he was in his mid forties or so like he had been doing this a while wow. you know and he's like I can tell that you're telling me the truth I was like good because I don't want you guys walking through my apartment oh. at six in the morning again he was like we got you lady what if he was in a bad mood what if he was angry what if he was you know didn't feel like ah, I don't something's wrong here I gotta. Yeah. I, Right, then I would have then I would have been in trouble. That's then I would have been in trouble. Horrible, horrible. Oh my god. For fuck's sake. And that ties in with this this uh thing about gun ownership. You know? Yeah. I mean, with this with, with the no knock warrant, you know, it begs the question, hey, look, you know what? If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna bust into my house like that, and if I'm a legal gun owner, and I fire, I'm reaching, I'm reaching for my gun, and I'm reaching for my gun, and I'm firing on somebody. Absolutely, right. absolutely. You know, and and it's, and it's and I don't know, and I don't know what the I know the laws in New York City are very very draconian. Like like you can like like you can own a gun, but you can't have it. 
It has to be up, you, you know, if it's registered, don't let no one know. And if you're going to pull out your registered gun, you better have a damn good reason for doing so. Right, right. They, 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 they kind of like punish you for being a legal gun owner in, in, yeah. in, uh, in, the, in, well, in the whole state, actually, yeah. in the five yeah. boroughs. But most of them yeah. are definitely in the five boroughs. So what? So, so yeah, and, and that just brings up a whole bunch of other shit. So what if it's six in the morning, you're scared to death, and if you're a legal gun owner, the first thing you do is you grab your gun. Then Before you head to the door. Where's the NRA when you need them, huh? Where's, where's the NRA? No shit, because they're nowhere to be found. Right. Right. And, nobody found. and Chad and I, we, we, we've had this conversation before. We've had this conversation of will they show up in instances in which you've got an overaggressive police force on a community of legal gun owners? Yep. And Hello, you see that, that the NRA is nowhere to be found. That was the Castile case. He was a legal gun owner. He was making the officer aware he had a gun and the yeah. officer still shot him as he's sitting in his car. That mm -hmm. was the Castile case. So they're not they're not coming forward for African American gun owners. And I think the opportunity here, and especially since everyone is is so sensitive now, is to do it how they do it. Become gun owners, become registered with the NRA, and then I want you to see something. Because if the NRA found that they had an increase of 80% gun owners who became members who were African American, there would be all sorts of new different gun laws that would that would pop up immediately. Absolutely. That's how the gun laws start. That is where our power is. That is where our power is. Yeah. That's, how all, that's how all these gun laws started in the first place. It started, it started in the 60s when people started realizing, hey, wait a minute, I could be a legalized gun owner and the law say I can carry my pistol here, 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 and here. I can carry my shotgun here, here, and here, and here, and here. And so that's when all the all the laws started changing. And all of a sudden, black folks started realizing, you know what, I'm going to get my fucking gun and I'm going to and I'm going to and I'm going to be an American, which you which what you said I can do because I'm an American citizen. What you right. do in that book. Right. <laughs> and I think that that's what the Black Panthers did. Right. Like yeah, yeah. 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 And I if we went back to that and used the same rhetoric um, and um, philosophies that they use in regards to being gun owners and we increased gun sales, if the population of African-Americans, let's say 80 percent of us were now um, law-abiding, gun-owning citizens, everything would change. We would yeah, not yeah. have, we wouldn't have these young single black male, uh, white males going around doing these serial killing sprees and having these mass shootings because yeah. everyone's gonna think twice if they know that black folks have guns. There's a there's an interesting statistic about all, a lot of mass shootings and how a lot of mass shootings happen in gun-free zones. Yep. Yeah. You know, when they happen in areas. So people are cognizant of the notion that, oh, OK, nobody here has a firearm. And so uh, and so uh, there's a good chance of me, uh, uh, you know, getting away with it or whatever my freaking idiotic uh, agenda is. I can I can carry I can carry it forward. No, I, I agree with you 100 percent, Shaw. It's, it's um, you know, I think people need to start recognizing that this is your right. And not only is it your right, in many cases, depending on where you live, it's probably your responsibility. To, to be I think it's more of a responsibility at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, there is, I just found uh, uh, this group here. Um, look at this. Welcome mm -hmm. to the National African American Gun Association. Mm -hmm. This is something that um, we should be looking into and we should really be trying to figure out, hey, man, we need to figure this thing out because they're not playing, man. They're not, they're not playing. This game, you know, we're at, we're at that level where no one's 
fucking around anymore. You know, everybody's yeah. fed up and everybody's a little annoyed. Uh, and um, unfortunately, pure justice doesn't work to the to the extent of you know fairness is not fair for everyone. But, that is true. But I think I think you said something, Shakoya and I, John. I think you said the same thing. Where is the the, the why isn't that line just black and white? Enter my house. Like Dave Chappelle said, yes, hot pellets spray. <laughs> hot yeah, pellets. yeah. You should be. You should get. You should get shot. Like, hey, I'm sorry, man. You know, Absolutely. I was I'm in my right, and that black and white line should be very clear. As to, nope, he was in his right, and I wonder would these guys stick up? But maybe this is our solution. Maybe this African American Gun Association is the alternative to the NRA. You think? Uh, quite possible. Quite possible. If the NRA is not going to be um, for everyone is not going to be responsive. If the NRA is going to say, hey, in these instances, you know what, that gentleman, he had a legal right to own his, to, to, to carry his firearm. And in that situation, he had a legal right to discharge his firearm. Wow. So I, don't right. the, I, 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 I don't know what the big deal is, but you don't see them doing that. You don't you see don't, them doing that, which means that they right, think that these don't. rights that they have are for certain people, certain people. Are, right. are, are great at, at gun owners, at gun owners. Right, and you know, the, the one of the great things about New York City, at least as I'm watching all these uh, cities burn, um, uncomfortably, of course, um, one thing about New York City, our white folks, our white folks will come out and speak and say something. Yeah. Our white folks will. And I'm like, white folks around the nation don't do that. And I think we sort, at, at least for me, I think sometimes I get lulled in the thinking that all white, I'm like, you know, the white people I know don't act like this. Like they, you know, they're standing up and rising. Mm -hmm. The other point, the other point I want to make about this um, African American Gun Association is that the power in in the I'm I'm fine with looking into it and becoming a member myself. So I'm glad that you're sharing that information. Fifty nine months. Done, done. I'm gonna make myself a member today. Um, but the other, the other the other thing is that the NRA has lobbyists, they have paid off politicians, so mm -hmm. they are able to have the ears of the people who make the laws. Absolutely. The only way that this would be successful for this African-American Gun Association to be successful is if we have the ears of the politicians. Uh, um, finding our own lobbyist to go and lobby on our behalf. Right. Now, it, it, it would be helpful in opportunities like this, when, when we see a case like this um, of George Floyd, when we can go back and talk about the case of, uh, of um, Castile, who's sitting in his car, gun owner, making the cops aware, Yep. And, and finding lobbyists that can go in and, and speak on our behalf, because that is where the money is. Like seeing all these celebrities like jump up and stuff like that, like they also need to be stepping up and, and, and saying more and putting money behind the people who make the laws. And we also need to find candidates who will support gun rights for African-Americans as well. That way we vote out the people who are not helping us in this regard and we vote for the people who are. So it's mm -hmm. those sort of phases of this thing that need to also be in place. Not just you know doing a pop-up association and having people join like, yeah, you can get my $60 and you know my $59 or whatever and, and I don't mind that. But what else happens? It only changes when the laws change and it only changes when the laws change when we have politicians who will speak on yeah. our behalf. 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and this is all, um, you know, this. Listen, it could it could start from this alone. You know, people just don't know. Naivete is our enemy. You know, if we don't know, we we just we go about things as the way we what we know, and we resort. Oh, to, right. Yeah, we resort to habit. You know, and just ah, I this I know that that place has the cheaper product, but I'm I'm gonna go to the convenience store. You know. Yeah. So we have to be very careful, and there is, uh, and I'm as I'm browsing through this website here, there's tons of political activism lawmakers. They have a whole piece. It could very well be that it just doesn't have the cachet or the or the power behind it. You know, you need one or two senators or people on you know on that level to join and promote it. You know, the fact that it's called NAGA kind of has a hard number. It's NAGA. Yeah, yeah, then, you know, work on that acronym a little bit because it's, uh, so, you know, get jacked up. Yeah, I'm a NAGA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I guess we, uh, and we, we, we also seem to think that we can't have two things at the same time, that we can't have, like, we can't have responsible gun owners and a very strong and effective uh, 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 police force. You, 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 you can have both. Yeah, yes, you can. you can have both things, and you can have a system to which you hold police accountable for for bullshit. Yeah, you know, Very I mean, we, we 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 all know we all know good police, and we all know shitty police. And right. I think the biggest issue that we have is that you know everybody knows who the shitty police are. Yeah. Why don't the cops say, "Hey, this is a shitty officer, and he's making my job hard." Yeah, he's making it hard for me, so yeah. that when I get traffic, when I have a routine traffic stop and I'm doing everything right. that I'm supposed to be doing and I'm being respectful, I get shit yeah. talked back, not because I did anything wrong, but because this fucking knucklehead decides that he's going to be a little, you know, too aggressive or talk back or, or, or some, some shit like that. So let's, let, let, let's, let's get these fucking bad cops out the picture. And this dude has been charged. I think three, what, three of the officers have been charged. Three of the four that were there were actually yeah. charged. I thought it was only one. Have they updated it and have charged others? I'm not sure. I thought I saw. I saw. I thought I saw three officers were charged. Oh, okay. And the main, and that's the, main, the, main the main guy was charged with uh, uh, murder and manslaughter. Yeah, but I, I could be mistaken. Yeah, they. Are. Yes, third degree, third degree murder and yeah. manslaughter. Yeah. And you know what is so so striking about watching that video or even seeing the stills is how he has his hands in his pockets yeah. as if yeah. he is bird watching yeah. in the yeah. park. This is a casual thing. Casual, yes. No difference than drinking a beer and eating some yes. pizza. Yes, makes it very casual with no regard that yeah. this man will die. Sad, super sad, because this is human life here, and this is, you know, there's no, uh, you know, we've, I think, a couple of my friends, we watch as we watch this, and it's very disturbing to watch. But, um, you know, there's what, what in his head did he think he was gonna go back to the? Yeah, I'm the hero. Uh, did he think he was gonna be employee of the month? Did he think think he was gonna get a, a, a you know, a medal? What, what? No, he thought he thought he was gonna get that a boy. He would get his dad a boy. Possible. Well, no, no, nobody checked him. Nobody checked him. None of the other. There were three other officers, uh, officers with him. Nobody said, "Hey, knock yep. it off," or Two. "Hey, stop." Hey, I got this. Yeah. Right. I got this. Right. Go, go, go take a walk. N nobody did that. Nobody intervened. You know. Right. And so, what 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 probably happened was he probably went down. He probably went down a road, went too far, so and right. then realized that you know what? I can't. I if I pull back now. Yeah, I'm a pussy. I'm a pussy. Yeah, 
and he so keep going, and then lo and behold, we have a we have a, we have a dead uh, we have a dead human being on our hands. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, the um the takedown for the uh manhunt for the gentleman in Connecticut who killed two people and went off and ran around this country, uh, they captured him. Oh, really? Alive. Oh my God! Did you see it? No. I'm gonna try and pull it up. They captured him, sat him down, gave fed him water through his mouth while he was handcuffed, and asked and wiped his brow and said, "Are you oh. okay?" Uh, you, are, you, are, you need. Do you need medical? And ask them if you need medical attention. This is yeah. horrible. It was like, oh, I'm sorry, you killed two people. We, but you must be having a bad day. Um, you know, this is the. Uh, if you remember the um, higher learning with Ice Cube and Michael mm -hmm. Rappaport, mm -hmm. and Remy, you know, with the gun, he's running through, and the cop says, "Hey, take it easy. It's all right," you know. And he's like, "No, yeah, yeah, yeah. he just shot three people, four people, and." Don't kill yourself. We want to. We want to help you. You know, this is a tough time. Do you guys think that policing can will ever turn to a non-confrontational? Oh, we can't. That's it. No touching. We got it. We got a picture of him. Let's leave it alone. Back away. We'll get him tomorrow. No. No. This this has been hundreds of years mm. of them being in an authoritative state believing that they are the authority for law and order yeah. and that everyone will need to comply. And because in their, in, in their worlds of trying to create order and making sure that people are not breaking the laws, they may find themselves, depending on what location they're in, yeah. Coming across people who look a certain way. So in the larger cities, they may come across people who are brown. In more rural cities, they may come across people who um, are uh, drug users or meth heads and live in trailers. Yeah. So they, in their heads, mm -hmm. they're starting to create a picture of what the criminal looks like, of who the individual is that is causing the chaos and breaking the laws. And under no circumstances should those people be walking amongst us regular safe citizens. So I don't I don't think that we will ever get to that place unless we are unless we are unfortunate enough to come across officers who are kind, who are respectful, who sort of have a sense of discernment about the people that they're interacting with when it comes to um, the community. That is the only time I think it will change. Like we're, we're all sad and we're mourning George Floyd today, this morning, but um, there's gonna be another George, uh, uh, George Floyd because yeah. he is simply, George Floyd is simply our Eric Gardner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. he's Eric. Gar he's the flavor of the month. I mean, he's yeah. this. It's far too uh, frequent now. I mean, now it's like, come on. That even though yeah. Eric Garner was quite a few years ago, it seemed like it was just last summer. You know what I mean? That, you know? Is, that is exactly how I felt when I heard that man saying, "I can't breathe." In my mind, the images of Eric Gardner yeah. saying he couldn't breathe on the though both of those things sort of came up in my head. And that now that I have 11 year olds who are more mindful and conscious of these things, mm -hmm. they, they're having questions about these things, right? Absolutely. And yeah. it's, granted, I, I have daughters, so my conversation is um, a little different from them. And, you know, I can, I can point to, you know, um, you know, just say that I, I hope that it doesn't happen to any of us, like any of our family members who we love dearly that, you know, like I believe that we're all, you know, 
law-abiding citizens and going about our business the way we need to. But this is what's happening, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, my son, 26, he drives around, he's got his music, he plays, he's in his zone. Uh, I worry about him all the time because he's somewhat of, he's not a street kid. You know, he didn't grow up the way I grew up. Uh, He had been afforded some privileges, but at the same time, there are some, um, yeah, yeah, speaking of them, you know, there's some privileges that you have and there's there's this sense of, I didn't do anything wrong, so what? And then it becomes boastful. Like, wait, I know I'm right. I know I'm not crazy. I didn't run a red light. You're saying I'm doing something. Now you're lying. And it escalates. And then once that chest gets puffed up, the officer sees red. Oh, shit. He done, you know, I I have the right to fuck with you. You don't have a right to fuck with me back, you know? Right. Right. That that mentality is where the red flash goes off and it goes, oh, shit. I took the genie out the bottle now. I might as well ring. Can't put it back in. Can't put it back in. Can't put it back in. And it's all, and, and when we compare these two, um, uh, Eric Garner and Mr. Floyd, it's, it's, you know, the original thing was, I don't mean to be laughing, but it's bullshit. Yeah. One was selling Lucy's. A cigarette. I mean, yeah. One was selling Lucy's on the corner. The other dude was like, apparently uh-huh. somebody was looking for a forgerer. Like, yeah. when do we fucking go balls out for a forgerer? Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, let's let let's talk about that the the forgery of the twenty dollar bill for a second. Like, wouldn't wouldn't you have the sense of all like the wherewithal rather to say if someone is passing a fraudulent bill that they are in a desperate state, right? Like you're 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 trying to pass the bill because you're trying to purchase something. Mm-hmm. You would think that a, a compassion would sort of sit in with you and stand in with you, knowing that our unemployment is incredibly high, that there are 40 million Americans who have lost their jobs, that you you would sort of stand and say, um, I'm going to have to arrest you, but what were, what were you trying to purchase? Like, uh, do you need, you know, stuff for your family? Like, we, we can set you up with a pantry or something like that. Like you don't need to resort to these desperate measures because now you have broken a law, right? Like a simple conversation like that and referring them to a pantry, if that was the case, if he was trying to buy food would have sufficed. It would have made the officers look good. Like their community relations is, is on point. And you would have, you know, had handled someone, you know, breaking the law. That is what should have happened. If it was him, because it's not even, I don't even think we know if that, if, if, if he was the gentleman that, um, wow. uh, that was doing oh. it, kind of like, it was like, he like fit the description type shit. Yeah. Fit the description. Oh, you know? okay. I, thought- yeah, I, I, I don't even think he was the one who, who did it. You know, mm. I, I don't think that's clear even. Even horrible. You know? it's it's makes, makes it more horrible. I mean, that, that makes I know, it right? But, but, that, but, but that's, you know, and, and, and Shakoya, that, 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 that sounds beautiful, but that's, you know, that's a lot to encompass. Yeah, that, that's a that, that's a lot to encompass because at the same time, go ahead. At the at the same time, that same that same group. Let let let's say that's a community. Let's say that's a store owner who yeah. who, who made this phone call. He's gonna want he's gonna want the police to say, "Yo, this motherfucker's passing uh, uh, fake bills." You know, you need to handle your business and make sure this dude doesn't you know do it again or or catch him. So. It, it, I understand what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying emotionally. Mm. But from a, from a practical sense, 
that almost is almost never gonna happen. It's, that's it's the kind of shit. That's, that, that's the kind of shit you see on cops yeah. when they know the damn cameras on, yeah. and they say, "Hey, man, you know, you really don't need yeah. to go out and do that. You know, you really. Yeah. I mean, there are options that you have in your community to take advantage of. So maybe you should go see a pastor. Maybe you should go see blah blah blah. That's the shit that happens when everybody knows everybody's watching. Yeah, true. Yeah, but I, I guess I get optimistic because we have seen, like, you know, there's a couple of videos, at least here in New York City, where, um, you know, there was an officer who bought some homeless man's shoes, seeing that he didn't have shoes. There was another yeah. female officer, you know, there's an infant sort of um, in a in a situation, and she breastfeeds this infant. So, like, there are Ooh. moments and times in these little Wait, 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 Say that again. An officer yeah. breastfeeds an infant. A yeah, yeah. There was a there. There was a baby. I'll, I'll have to find her or something. There was a baby who I guess was hungry or something, and she took the time to breastfeed the baby. Right. So like, so like you've seen instances where we've seen cops do human things to yes, show that absolutely, care, absolutely. Right? And I think. Yeah. I think if they had the more wherewithal, especially in a time like this where people are really desperate, people don't have yeah. money right now. Okay, that like, was in Argentina. Uh, that was in Argentina. The police, oh, okay. the Argentine police officer. Oh, okay. I remember oh, seeing it somewhere. I'm, that I'm would like, be some strange shit to see on 125th Street. And she, <laughs> and she was promoted after this for showing the boobies. You got a raise. And from Buenos Aires. Uh, wow. Um, um, excuse me, officer. Uh, there's a black baby <laughs> sucking on your tip there. Hey, I'm a little hungry. Can you help me? Uh, it's uh, still a kind thing to do. Well, this is Two Bros Podcast, and that's what we do. Uh, but, yeah. but listen, I think that, um, you know, as the future progresses and, and people progress, Technology. We we keep leaning on technology and looking for things, devices. You know, which you know. Let me tell you something. If you've ever had a cop grab your arms and begin to put you in handcuffs, the natural response is no, 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 no. Oh, no. Right, exactly. no, I don't want. I if you want you cuff me, I'm. It's over. And your your mind flips. You 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 are flipping too because you don't want this to happen. So that resistance that you give the officer. Is wait, I'm not wait, it's not happening. No, and, and mm -hmm. it's a natural response. So when we say technology and there's things like um you know the, the big um the big uh zip tie straps and all the stuff that can subdue somebody without killing them. I mean, you don't have to kill a guy. What about a nice you know a nice a wrap or some sort of a device, a snag rope or something that you know says, Hey, wait, let's calm the fuck down, we got them, let's talk. Well, it's not like Wonder Woman. Yeah, I know, but maybe chlorophyll. I don't know. Maybe yeah. muff the yeah. guy out and until he wakes Chlor up. <laughs> How can always fucking Gilgo Beach have chlorophyll? Yeah, yeah. chlorophyll. Let him just hey, shut up. Yeah, yeah. but nothing. I mean, I, I I understand what you're saying. I don't know we're having a little joke here, but I, I understand what you're saying. But the, I don't think there's anything that you can do that can remove people from the potential of using it. Negatively, nefarious, yeah, right, exactly. So, so let's say we do have that. Let's say we do come up with some way that you can actually detain somebody uh, and keep them safe, you know. But if you turn the dial up one more, hey, there's a little bit more pressure put on that person, and so, so that, that it's yes, I agree with you. But at yeah. the same time, we'll, we'll figure out a way to be evil with it. 
You know, that, that, that's one of the things we do. We, we, we do evil very well. Yeah, we do evil well. But like the case of the girl who breastfed this kid, what if that baby got sick and then they sue the hospital and yeah, oh, yeah. They, oh, I sue the yeah. officer, even though she did a good deed, there is a thing called the um what the dram law and the uh good good Samaritan law where yeah. you you could you know you could kill someone by trying to help them you could administer mm -hmm. CPR wrong and you're the last right. guy to touch him and they say well he died because you pumped on his chest and yeah. he had osteoporosis and he couldn't handle that and you killed the guy you're supposed to be um held harmless from that with the good Samaritan law I don't know yeah. how to do that is. I don't I don't know how. But you know, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. I think that's what right. you're talking about. Right, right. But like in the minority part, they had this glow ring, right? Where they catch a criminal, they grab him and they just throw this thing on his head and boop, and all of a sudden the guy's out. Yeah. We, yeah, we need technology, man. Somebody come up with a, a, a ring or something that with Wonder Woman lasso. Wonder Woman lasso go into the, go into the future. Go two days into the future and then come back. You know, <laughs> Terminator, come back and say, oh, shit, you're judging me on shit that I haven't even done yet. Yeah, but we have to do it. Right, right. Yeah, Minority Report. We watched that here the other day, uh, you know, just going back. And, and it's a it's it's funny because, you know, you think that all this technology we're talking of, you know, all these pre you, you think that somebody's sitting there going, oh, this guy's. This guy's gonna do it. He's this is the guy. He's gonna he's gonna eventually pop because, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and oddly enough, we watched um just just with the kids because we watched Trading Places. Oh yeah, those a lot of Eddie Murphy movies have been on. Yes, yeah. we watched yeah. Trading Places, and the funniest thing about Trading Places was you got to see the two old white men. Ha ha ha! Let's do this for yeah. uh, uh, for Mortimer. You know, one dollar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing of social economics in that movie showed the disparity of obviously the hood guy versus yeah. the, the hoity-toity Harvard guy, Princeton Club guy, right. and how the roles could be reversed if someone just changed the, the um changed the dynamics of, of their uh, circumstances. Very, very interesting look at it. Looking at it now, you know, when you you're a little smarter, you're older. But my, 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 how people have run amok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, this guy will not be the last. Um, you know, now the police and of course with all these riots and everything else, if you watch these things, they get really, you know, you get people running up to these police officers standing still. They have to have people shout and scream at them, disrespect yeah. them. And these are family members too, especially the black officers. They're getting the yeah. shit thrown at them because they're out there. Yeah. Oh, you be ashamed of yourself for being a cop. Well, shit, yeah, it's, 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 it's a tremendous dynamic to be a part of. I mean, I just like like when you go home, like like what condition are you in? Yeah, mentally, when you get home, when you get home back to your family, to your community, to the people who you love and you care about, what are you? What is that jumble in your head? Yeah, doing, and how do you? You know, at some, you got to get rid of that somehow, and I'm sure. I'm sure somebody's hitting the bottle. I'm sure somebody's taking yeah. a toll. I'm, yeah. sure yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sure, and I hate saying this, but I'm sure some people are, are putting their hands on, on people uh, the way they shouldn't be, putting their hands on their spouses yeah. the way they shouldn't be, putting their yeah. hands on their kids yeah. the way they shouldn't be, yeah. because they too, they too are a part of that. Yeah, I you mean, know? this you're right, John. This has a, a impact that ripple effect goes way beyond the front line here. It's taken to another level. Like you said, this guy could be, you know, um, 
Wait, look at Glow had a question here. She says, what uh, did you see the black woman who slapped the police officer twice? See that, and I did not see it Glow, but um, you know, this is the kind of civil unrest that will cause them to go to extreme and bring national guards and bring right. lockdown and close your city. And you know, all these, listen, we've said this before with Corona and I think now more than ever with this riot stuff and you see uh, number 45 doing what he's doing to activate uh, things. Listen, all they got to do is shut the internet off and protest is over. You know, there's people can't get the information. Cut the internet what? off. Everyone, oh, what? We we rally today? Tomorrow? Well, oh, I'm sorry. I'll go home. No one's going <laughs> to Everybody's on their fucking right. then, then the problem with that is, is that you're, you you start to increase on people's First Amendments. So he just signed the executive order to make sure that, because Twitter came back and told him, yeah, we police, you know, comment and police. And so is that going to backfire in this case? That's that's what I'm saying is, is now what he, did he open Pandora's box to, to stop that from happening in cases like this, because you know he's a flip flopper, so he'll go. He oh, yes. oh he yeah, he's the creator of the Pandora box. He has the key. He's made the box. He is the he is the the top guy when it comes to Pandora's box and opening it and watching all of this chaos. He, he does. I mean, it's just this one thing that, you know, of a list of things that we we could talk about in regards to 45 and him being a poor leader on. And I guess, you know, 10 years from now, when we reflect on his um, presidency, we'll be able to have a deeper conversation about his impacts, because I'm sure we'll still be feeling them 10 years from now. But yeah. right now, in this case, like, he's empowering the police to shoot folks. and And it's just... It's terrible because more people are going to die. More people are going to die for sure. But at the same time, if 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 we're not going to hold if if we're not going to hold our local officials to right. what they say, then how can we then say, okay, well, we're going to hold the president to what to what he says? He's look when it comes to communicating, he doesn't get it. <laughs> He, he, he just he, he doesn't get it. And he, and he speaks out of both sides of his mouth whenever he's ready and stuff like that. But you, right. you're 100 percent right, Shakoya. He opens up Pandora's boxes and and you he, guys he's one of those dudes, like he, he throws open the rug and say, look, look at all these roaches over here. Look at where this dirt is over here. This mm -hmm. is the shit we got to mm -hmm. deal with. Twitter is 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 in a bind because they're going to say that they're for free speech, but they have blocked off people's content. Yeah. And so that makes sense. That's part of our First Amendment. From the First Amendment, it clearly says, like, you can say whatever you want, but uh, there are some areas you can't. You can't incite. You can't incite. By, by, right. By saying, you know, there's fire, someone has a gun in an open theater and causing chaos. That is what right. it is. So our First Amendment does, in fact, protect us from that. Yeah. But, you know, Facebook has done it, too. And I'm, I'm a little shocked that yes. Zuckerberg act like he was unaware. Or he, ah, we don't do it. We support what well, no one yep. should be anything. And I'm like, just because you call it a different word, you 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 didn't say, you know, fact checking. Uh, he said, well, we filter. We don't fact check. Right. 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 Thing. I mean, right. it's the same thing. And, and for these guys to act like, you know, they don't do it. You know, they're all the same. They're all in it for the. You know, for the ads and the money, and no mistake, they're not doing this so we have something to use and and have fun. Yeah, they're, they're not looking to serve serve no, society. They're, 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 they're they are they're not. Jumped, they jumped on something, and it's uh, it's it, and it's big. 
Because they were the first ones to do it. So that's why yeah. it's shiny and new to them. And it's shiny and new to all of us. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? And bless them. I mean, look, hey, that, that's 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 how this world works. If you can, if, if you create the widget that nobody else has and everybody mm -hmm. else finds out they want it, then good. You know, you get all the spoils, you know, but then you can't. You all of a sudden, like when he got hauled into uh, Congress, that was pretty much Congress saying, "Hey, how much of you are we gonna are we gonna, you know, how far can I put my finger up your ass, right, before, uh, before so that you can like do our bidding, you know?" Yeah. If, if, just let's talk about privacy. The the over the over the weekend, or excuse me, early in the week, uh, they just uh, the House um, dropped a bill. About extending the um, about extending the, uh, the, the 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 privacy ruling uh, that was enabled uh, during um, during 9/11. Really, basically, this notion that you know you, you everybody's uh, Twitter feed, everybody's Facebook posts uh, are up for uh, you 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 can search through somebody's shit all the time, oh. needing a warrant and stuff, and it passed the Senate. But it, it, they didn't have the votes in the House, so the House Speaker, Miss uh, Nancy Pelosi, the human uh, uh, freaking marionette puppet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they ended up dropping it. So it's kind of like a victory for freedom. Like at least people in the House are saying, "Hey, wait a minute, we're not going to let you like spy on on American citizens for no for no reason." Mm. You know, if you if you right. want to look at if you want to look at Chato's email, okay, fine. Then you get yourself a warrant. So tell us tell us what you're looking for, and then you can look at Chato's email. But if you can't just do it on the whim, and then all of a sudden you find some shit to to hold them uh, to hold them accountable for that, that, that's not how this shit works. That's not how this think, stuff works. Right. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I think in the last ten years or so, when you know these mass shooters or these suspects come up, the first place they're going to is their digital footprint. Right. You know, right. they're no longer talking to the neighbors, you know, across the street. They're going into their digital uh, footprints in their social medias because we've most of us have been very expressive about how we feel about our families and it's yeah. it's all out there for the world to see. Well, we tell on ourselves. I mean, we, the, yeah, we, we tell on ourselves. We've been notorious for, you know, uh, snitching on ourselves. I mean, everybody who acts like they don't, you know, they live a private life and you have, you go through this window or social media version and you're on it at some point. Um, I just heard something also that uh, the, <clears throat> and you could do yourself a favor is create yourself a Gmail account that you do not access from your phone. And I'll tell you why. Because on the track and trace forms that they have, they ask you to put your Gmail on there. Um, and if you don't have one, create one. And they say, do it from your phone because they know you have your phone with you all the time. Mm -hmm. And you're going to, it's, it's a track and trace. Object. You've seen right. it. Right. Oh, you here. How was the coffee here? How was this? Right. So that technology is proven to work. It works. Um, and so if you don't want to be track and trace, just put it on a device that you do not carry with you and, right. don't, and don't check it. Don't check it from the, the right. device. Right. It's a home, put it on your home computer and only check it when you're at home and it'll look like you never left the, the house, <laughs> you know? Right. Eric, Sno Eric Snowden basically said that your 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 phone is a tracking device. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's a tracking device. Yeah. So whether you have it on, whether you have it off, Right. Uh, I think he even said, like, even if you even if you do something as like a, as like a put on a um, like like take out your chip or, or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's still it's still a it's still it's still. Uh, well, he said where you are. The only ones without power is the only way. I mean, power is the key to it all. Um, 
and that's why uh, Apple made it so that you can't take out the battery, you know? Right. Um, but to Samsung's that remove have removable batteries, those are dead. And that's this is where the future, you know, we talk about like robots and all this other shit. I could barely have my phone last the whole day. How can a robot walk around, you know, <laughs> have some sort of a power pack that lasts for, you know, the whole day? My phone can barely stay charged all day. Uh-huh. Right, right. That's what makes people right. like, duh, you idiot, the Energon Cube. You ain't got it. That's what the Transformers were looking for. <laughs> yeah just trying to make a little light out of this uh but yes this is this has been very interesting and we'll have more conversations like these as we usher in the 100 series 100 we're getting there we're getting there we're gonna do it we're gonna do it we're gonna be open like the city like the state we're gonna be open <laughs> next episode we'll be open to oh be open. man Awesome. I gotta come in. Uh, I gotta. I gotta come in Manhattan. Well, I don't have to, but I'm gonna come in Manhattan next week. Oh, good. I'm gonna head to the, I'm gonna head to the office. I gotta. I'm gonna clean up some. Uh, like I've been. I can't even remember how long I've been here, but there's like stuff I have at my my desk that I need. So hmm. I'm right. head back and grab it. So I'm I'm kind of curious as to what that's gonna look like. How has been working from home been for you, John? It's actually been. It's actually worked out well. You know, I'm fortunate. I'm. I'm I'm fortunate that, that I'm able to do a lot of my work from home, most of my work from home. Um, we've actually found other things that we could be doing. And and so, you know, we've expanded sort of what we're doing. Um, you know, we could do a lot of training and we can, it's it, it's worked out well. It's nice. worked out well. You know, the only, you know, yes, I'd like to step out and, and go to a bar and, and see some actual like people. Yeah. You know, like Sunday we went, uh, this past Sunday, we went over um, uh, to a, uh, friend's uh, house that has a uh, you know she has a pool in her backyard and so so we just it was it was for Memorial Day so yeah. we just went over there and just hung out and it was just so it felt like I was at a resort yeah. because just all of a sudden these people who I haven't seen in in like months yeah it was just it, you know just it just felt like just felt real different and you felt appreciated yeah. oh my God this is people this is another human being that I can have a conversation with yeah you know, I and know, like a, right you know, yeah. Yeah, we crave that, that human interaction is is very much a crave. You know, we need it. We, we, we're meant to be communal and interact. And the longer we stay away from it, we, we're going to develop atrophy, you know, like. Yeah, we're going to develop social atrophy, yeah. Yeah, we're going to develop this thing like, oh, well, I really don't need to see anyone. I really don't want to see anyone. And that's not, I don't think that's healthy for us to go forward, uh, future forward. It's not. You know, so we, we, we need connection, we need touch, we need to be in the presence of others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you so need, you need to get into an argument at a bar, you need to talk. I, I want to sit at a bar and talk, talk dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to talk stupid, like you know, this uniform here, or just you know, how many um thank God this Michael Jordan thing is over now because I'm Get sick and tired of people giving Michael Jordan a hand job. Jesus Christ. Dude, just, okay, great. He's the greatest basketball player ever, for fuck's sake. Just, I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This whole thing about the Bulls. Oh, wait a minute. Go figure. It's about Michael Jordan. No, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, that's a different story. That's a different show. That's a different that's topic. A different show. And I'm, that's, that's around the time that I was a heavily a, a became a basketball fan. I was a New York Knicks fan. And I will always say, fuck Michael Jordan. I don't give a shit. I don't even own Nikes. Yeah, we 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 all had a, a hate for Michael Jordan, but um, you know, say what you want, it, hate and respect at the same time. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people like that in the league, and there's a lot of 
Uh, I'm enjoying your uh, basket. I mean, your baseball recaps, John. You're showing your vintage, uh, all your vintage plays, and and yes, that's all you got, I guess. That's all I got. All I got is the history now. Right. <laughs> we can all only the history. history now. Yeah. All I got is history, and they and they're about to screw. And they hopefully they don't screw this up. Baseball might be screwing this up. I'm hearing tons of basically asking players to be on welfare to play ball, you know, and it, yeah, it's I, I'm trying to be positive because I think it's it's what happens at the beginning part of negotiating. Yeah, so when, when you begin negotiation, you know, one side starts at the far end, the other side starts at the far end yeah. and they work their way towards the middle. So hopefully that's what's happening. Hopefully. You know, there's one extreme side, there's another extreme side, and now right. maybe we'll get to the point where we can work towards the middle. But if 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 they don't have a season, that baseball's gonna be screwed because the yeah. last time this happened, it took a long time for fans to come back and for people to start uh, putting their money back into baseball. Yeah, it's well, people uh, may be be afraid to go out at all to anything, right? Like people may be afraid to sit in a stand. So well, not only that, but now you're also giving them a reason not to. Right. Yeah. Also, like if 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 you can't have a baseball season because millionaires and billionaires can't figure out how to split up, you know, a couple hundred billion dollars. Yeah. You know. Meanwhile, there's people out there who lost their job. Meanwhile, there's people who don't know if they're gonna. Damn, I got. You know, how am I gonna get my medicine and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. love it if I could sit down and watch a baseball game. You're not. You're not gonna get that person back. They're gonna say, "Fuck you." They say, "I don't care. I don't care whose fault it is. I don't care if it's the owner's right. fault. I don't care if it's the player's fault. I don't care. You can't figure out how to break up a couple hundred billion dollars. Give it to me. I, I can. I can figure out how to break up a couple hundred billion dollars. Yeah. You know that's the great right. attitude. And you're not gonna. And you're not gonna get that person back. Never mind if it's if it's safe to go back out. Look, basketball is getting ready to, to gear back up. Football is uh is uh is, is starting to implement some things in which they think if if it's gonna be safe. We've seen MMA. MMA has has kept the ball rolling with without mm. fans, and so they've you know they've kept that thing open. Um, there are European leagues that are starting to starting to get back together and stuff, starting to get this notion of hey, there's going to be some other shit to look at. There's going to be some other stuff to talk about, and that's and that's what we need. That that's I think that's part of it. I, I think part of it is having some other shit to do. The only thing I have to do is sit down and think about how how fucked up it is that Mr. Floyd no longer has his life. Yeah, it's 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 festering stuff. We need some we need some other stuff to to focus on. I'm not saying that other stuff is important, but we need some other stuff to listen to. No, you need outlets. These are outlets. These are these yeah. are yeah. You know, without fun. You need to find some jokes. You need to you know this 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 you, you, you need community. You, you need a sense of community. Yeah. You need a sense of totality as to who you are as a person. Otherwise, yeah. you know. What's the old phrase? Uh, 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 idle hands of the devil's uh, playground or some shit like that? Yep. Mm. An idle mind. Devil's playground. Yeah. Devil's playground. Well, we sure miss that street meat and those hot dogs and, and all the stuff from... Uh, oh, street meat. I could use a gyro right now. Yeah. Right? They're out there, man. They're, they're, uh, for real? Are they really? Oh, they're out there, man. They're out in the street. The, the, the street vendors are out. Um, okay. The um, uh, Most of the... Uh, Delis, diners, and all are open. They all have obviously their seats up, you know, so you can't sit down and stay. You can right. order your stuff and grab. A few bars have while you wait, you can have a drink uh, as long as you okay. stay in your corner. 
I know I oh, saw interesting. A, okay. opening up. A, a famous bar in New York, McSorley's, is starting to open back up. Oh yeah. You, you go out and like feel like you can grab something on to go or, or... I will say yeah. this, John, will... let me know when you come to Manhattan. Are you are you are you are you going into work? Yeah. No, I'm working from home. But if you if you guys are coming into Manhattan, I'll I'll uh venture out and come meet you. I miss you. I'm in the city Monday and Wednesday, I think, um this week. Okay. Okay. We will do something. Don't, don't don't let the mayor know though. He might arrest us. If we he might arrest us. Okay. So allegedly, I'll see yes. you this week. We'll allegedly get together, and I have to wear my mask. My my wife pretty much uh, put a foot down. She said, "Look, if you do this, you're wearing your fucking mask." I've been very very uh, belligerent about wearing a mask. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not wearing a goddamn mask. I don't. I, when I go out here in Nassau County, I don't I don't I don't wear my mask unless I'm like if like, like CVS like. I want you to wear a mask. So I'll put a mask on. But for the most part, right. I don't wear yeah. a mask. Right. Yeah. If the has it and says you can't come in without it, I have one in my pocket yes. and I put yes, it on. I do. But now in New York, you got to like walk around with it on. So that's. You, you do. Here in New York City, you have to walk around with it. Yeah. 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 All right, party people. I think we're going to call this one a wrap. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Thanks for having me. This has been awesome getting the cousin on the line here. Yeah, this has been fun. Very in depth conversation. Uh, these social is issues uh, will not go away, so we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about next time. Um, hopefully, uh, as we know, this will not be the last George Floyd or Eric Gardner or Breonna Taylor or whoever. But um, if we can make someone's day just a little bit brighter, we'll try. Okay? We'll do that. Yeah, so this we'll is the podcast episode 99. Dot nine. Dot nine. <laughs> We ain't got no more. We, ain't got, no more. we, got, we got to do 100. All right, party people, let's go out there. Have a blessed week. But more important, be a blessing to someone else. Well, fuck them. Yes. <laughs> Peace.